What's yo, up, yo, 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 <laughs> what's we back. up, guys? Another week. Another ha, ha. week. You mad, big mad. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I love doing this shit, man. Hey, yo, me too, bro. This is really cool. But yeah, we're yo, back, they, guys. They, they said we'd never get out of jail, bro. They said we'd never have... Two million streams on, I mean, two million views on Instagram live, and here we are, bro. Here we are, still not with that shit. So we need you guys to <laughs> stream the pod, uh, so that way we can get these views up. And I hope You're, that you know everybody is loving the content so far. Yes, sir. Um, the platform, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like straight to it. The, no, the no, no build so, up. No build up, no nothing. All right, so we got to give them kind of like a backstory of what this is well, first. Well, first, I do want to say, so guys, we're doing two episodes this week, okay? This episode is specifically about the movie The Platform. If you have not seen that movie yet, on Netflix, on by Netflix. The way. By the I don't, way. I don't, I don't think it's a movie that that is advertised necessarily. It's kind of one of those where if you're if you're on Netflix, you know, late at night, like you know most people, and you're kind of just surfing the dark web of Netflix. <laughs> You know, like the Dark back pages, the back pages, bro. You start getting into the, the foreign films. That's that's when you find the platform. If you have not seen the the foreign film, the platform, please press stop. Open up your phone, <laughs> your Android or Apple device, whatever you have. Press stop and go watch the platform. Please. So, getting into it, that was your spoiler alert. Right into it, yo. First do you, off, wait. Do you think we should let's let's kind of read them like. Uh, syn- not necessarily like a synopsis, but like a, like a yeah, kind of like a synopsis of it. Like you know how kind of how they do for the actual movie on Netflix. But they just they just saw the movie if they listen to this episode. Well, if they haven't though, let's kind of like build them up so that way they're like, okay, maybe I need a little bit more information. You know those you you have people oh, okay. like that. It's like oh yeah, I hear you, bro, but I'm gonna need a little bit more research. You know. That's fair. That's all fair. right. All right. So let me see. Do you have drop the them facts, King? Do you have the Netflix app, bro? <laughs> The what? The I don't what? got a phone. I don't got a phone, bro. <laughs> in these day and age, in these trying times, bro. I in these Corona times, what? I don't have let's a see. phone. All right, let's. Let me. I'm gonna just Google it. I'm gonna Google it. I sold my phone for an N95 mask. Yo, that's a come up, honestly. The hell was a Nike mask too, bro. She was fly as fuck. <laughs> bro, okay, so, uh, first off, it's got an 82 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a seven that's- out of ten. In the International Movie Database or IMDb, um, so that's that. Also, it is a Spanish film. Uh, the actual title is called El Oyo. so you si. know that is the platform. Um, Shout but out to my Latinas, out there. <laughs> Google says, <laughs> and I repeat, in the future, <laughs> prisoners housed in vertical cells watch as inmates in the upper cells are fed while those below starve. So it's like. This movie is very simple, but it's it's also complex in a sense because there's a lot of metaphors that are kind of based around this film. And it's like when you watch the film, it's going to be a little gruesome. So we, we, we will say viewer's discretion is advised because it's dealing with the like vital nature of humans when it comes to a survival standpoint and the whole thing is like the the beginning of the movie it starts off saying that there's three kinds of people the ones at the top the ones at the bottom and the ones who fall and that to me is already something that's like whoo that kind of gives you chills because it's like it it, that's kind of true for life bro like you have the people that are wealthy at the top you know what i mean you have the people 
that are poor at the bottom. We already know there's a there's a wealth gap and there's a disparity when it comes to resources. And then yeah. the the people that who fall, that is where you can kind of get a little subjective and you know your interpretation with that. But I I truly feel like, you know, it's like kind of like the people who fall from the top. You know, like just in life, like if you got knocked off or something like that, then you know, like even even if you were somebody one day. Well, well what's the top? What's the top? Well, the top is just I guess from if we're if we're talking about capitalism and stuff like that, it'll be like, uh, you know, just having wealth and in abundance of resources and you know at your disposal, stuff like that. Just you know, being like a wealthy, well-off individual that'll be at, being at the top. Okay, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, I first off, the one thing that really stuck out to me was the. Uh, the Messiah imagery was like really heavy handed. Mm. And like, I, I saw it coming. The the moment I saw him bloodied up, I was like, bro, the passion of the Christ, like the Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. That's deep. De- dead ringer, dead ringer yo, for, the, it, for the actor too. It is kind of crazy too, because <laughs> yo, you say that. And the, the only thing I was thinking is that it's like, this motherfucker looks exactly like my old roommate from uh, LA. The mm. one who was a bigot. And like all this stuff, and oh, I forgot about yeah, that. bro, the roommate from hell, bro. Like, <laughs> and so I was thinking of him the entire time. I was like, "This is that <laughs> motherfucker," and I'm honestly oh not upset that you're going through this bullshit. You oh know what I mean? Gosh. Like, no, <laughs> because he would be the you. type to bring a book. You know what I mean? <laughs> to some shit like that, bro. So yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, then speak, speaking of it being a foreign language film, I felt like some of the things got lost in translation. Definitely. Because, so originally I started the movie and it was in English. Like, mm-hmm. it was an English dub. Mm-hmm. But it was so bad. Like, it was it was so bad. It was distracting. So I turned it to Spanish and put on the English subtitles. But I realized that while it was in English, the words that they were saying were different from the words that were on the screen. That were actually on the screen, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, what kind of fucking, like, translation? Y'all can't get anything right? Like, what is the yeah, script? And- and and that that that's that speaks to a lot of things as well, you know, because it's like whenever we're we're taking original texts that were of different languages, then obviously, you know, I don't I don't even know if did you get to that part, the obviously part. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, that that's my word, right? <clears throat> so obviously, yeah, things are going to be lost in translation, and so it's mm-hmm. like that's bro, you can really say that same thing for. You know, when like since we're, you know, on the Messiah and stuff like that, talking about the Bible and, you know, getting into those type of sacred biblical texts and, you know, religious texts and stuff like that. Most of that stuff was written in, you know, uh, Latin and Greek and stuff like that. So it's like whenever you're, you know, taking it through multiple translations and now you're presenting it in modern times and modern words, then, yeah, bro, of course, a lot of things are going to be, you know, lost in translation. So it's like you you really have to get to the, like the root uh you know the original uh verbiage in order to truly understand the entirety you know and severity of the context so true um, which is um which is one of the reasons why like movies are so good because i like movies because the body language is almost just as serious as like what's being said because like a lot of the things that were lost in translation the only reason i realized it was because what I would read on the screen would be mm. much different from the emotion that I was seeing in the actors' faces. Mm. So I kind of had like a in-between because I kind of had both views of it, you know? Right, right. So in particular, um, 
when the lady talks about her dog, Ramsey's the second, uh-huh. um, the subtitles kind of make it seem a little bit cold. But if you look at her face, like she's really sad about this fucking dog. Yeah. Like sad yeah. enough that she kills herself. But like, I feel like the subtitles didn't really capture that emotion. Cause I was just like, Oh no, she misses the dog. Mm. Oh, Shadi hung herself. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It was. It, and it's like, do you think that, okay. So kind of basing it on, you know, taking it from there, that, that part's particular. Um, it's it's interesting how she was the person that was actually the one who was interviewing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't realize that. Yeah. So she was like, okay. So like whenever you first start the movie, they're talking about, um, you know, he, they, they take you through the, the, you know, looking in hindsight in the past and stuff like that to see what led up to the events that, that they are now. But you, you, you go to this scene where, um, he is sitting at a table and he's being interviewed by a lady. The lady just so happens to be, the the lady that you know ends up being his cellmate um but they don't show her face they don't show her body just her voice and so like you later in the film connect the voice with the face and you know that you that whole thing is now you know that whole relationship has now exposed itself um but but i just thought it was interesting because she she almost took a particular liking to him in the beginning um you know from from the interview standpoint where she has already she's been with this company for about 15 years she she's already knows the ins and outs or at least what they tell her you know the ins and outs of the company are and so she's got an idea quickly of who this guy is and she already you know had determined that this was not a place you know for him so she takes a particular liking to him and almost like a protective type of motherly you know uh um uh relationship with him and so it's like do you think that she really like you know killed herself because of sadness or do you think it was really to kind of protect him. You know what I mean? Because she knows, like, she doesn't really have anything to live for because what she cared about was her dog. So now she can, you know, still have a type of heroic, um, you know, ending and stuff like that and still feel good and morally upright by, you know, sacrificing herself for him. Um, well, hold on. Hold on real quick. I want to make sure that that was the same lady because I know they showed her. I don't. I don't remember connecting the faces, but maybe it was. They don't. They don't show the face at first. I believe you know. They show it the second time around. The when second he, time around, yeah, but it's the yeah. same voice, I believe. Let me let me, let me check, okay. and we can we can edit this part out. Uh, I'm going to say cut, and then we'll say action later. So cut. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Come on. It's Imogira. Imogiri. Imogiri. I'm I'm pretty sure that was her, bro. Just because there's not there's only make two sense. women in the film besides it would make the little sense, girl. It would make sense, but I feel like it wasn't. I, I just want to make sure. Okay. Because that changes a lot of my interpretation of the movie. If it was, 
Hold up. I just pulled up the movie. Been in a lot of shit. Shut up the platform. I'm trying to get in her. <laughs> <laughs> One only food platform to me. I don't think it's her because I feel like the lady was blonde. Nah, bro, it's definitely her, bro. Because they they flash back to it during their time, and that's how oh, you connect shit. the two. You know, because like oh, you have no right. way of knowing that unless because like I was never even thinking about that interview because they didn't show it until right. he was with you know what I mean. And so it's like right. oh, okay, wait a second. Because I remember that he she. She called him by his name when, when she yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, ready? And action. Okay, so we're back. We looked it up. Yes. Yep, yep. Imaguri so, is the lady that interviewed him. Exactly. Well. And so, like, that, you, you, okay, so you said that that's, this could potentially, like, you know, change some stuff for you. Mm. Like, that's, that's a, a, just a layer added on to it. That really just, like I said, makes this movie so complex. So kind of just to continue kind of talking about the film, because, you know, we kind of got into some of the details, but really didn't explain kind of the gist of it. So you have uh, two people who are stuck in a cell, and this cell is pretty much a four by four, you know, just four walls and a, a large hole in the ground big enough to fit this large spread of, you know, gourmet cooked food. And so... As you're watching the film, you'll 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 find that the entire thing is is based around there's there's 333 levels to this film or to this uh, prison, and at level zero, that's where all the food is prepared, and it's like almost like at a you know a Michelin star uh, restaurant quality food. That's it's like a whole entire spread that's prepared, and it's it's taken down from level zero all the way down to you know the 333rd level of uh you know of this film or of this uh you know complex and so the whole point is that the people at the top are privileged in that they they get first dibs at the entire spread of food now the whole meal that is prepared is literally the meal the favorite meals of everybody who is a participant in this entire complex right the favorite meals of every single person the favorite meal of every single person so that means that there's enough meals there's enough food there's enough resources for every single person that is a part of this experiment right but by the time you get to like level 80 like all the food's gone all the food is gone and so this this movie talks a lot about like i said capitalism in the sense that there's enough resources here to 
really feed everybody if we were simply able to uh uh um change the or or or, or change the uh where where we are allotting the money like if we were able well, to to well, just to to just manage the 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 resources better in the sense that the rich got their their plenty you know portion right they they got what they needed but then that wealth was also transferred to be able to accommodate everybody else you feel me it like of course this is like a perfect you know communistic world in a sense that like it sounds good yeah. on paper and it's not practical but it just it just takes these these ideals you know into context you see what well, I'm saying? First off, you know I'm I'm a Republican now. Actually, this is a Republican <laughs> podcast. Republican boys in the building. You're you're, you're. anyways. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. Um. In all seriousness. Um. Yeah. Uh. Like you said, the like we said earlier, the Messiah themes and then the um, communism themes were you know especially heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I want to ask you. Um. Which I think is one of the more important questions for this movie is. Why did he choose to go into the hole, right? So, so that's one important question. But uh-huh. um, first, I want to say one thing I noticed was um, in the movie, you know, every room had blue and orange lights, right? And you right. Know, people are sort of, everybody has their own side. So everybody had the same amount of blue and the same amount of orange on their side. And it was like just enough light for them to have the perfect amount. And I feel like that was sort of an analogy to how, like, you know, if you, if you sort of think of economic advantages as like a system, right? If it's systematic, mm-hmm. we all have the same ability to discover. So we, we all have the same ability to, you know, take in knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, light discovery. But, um, but it's what we do with it that determines, you know, whether or not you go up or you go down. Um, and that's one of the reasons why the first dude was so calm because like he already understood what the system was. And he also understood that at the end of the day, so much of it was up to chance, you know? Mm. And, um, I feel like that's part of what this movie was about. And like, you know, I really think there's at least the the two major things I'm thinking right now is it was definitely a political movie, right? Definitely. Capitalism versus communism. Yeah. But it was also a religious movie. Very. Um, and I think it was more of like a... But it was religious in, in the sense to like... Because I, I think in, in that sense, it's not necessarily like religion as far as, you know, you're Christian, Christian or you're Islamic, Muslim, something like that. No, it's it more so... De- deism versus like versus like actual... Like... I guess creationism. Creationism, yeah. Or like or, like uh, even like or polytheism evolved, or, you know, uh, idol worship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. you know, like in, in those sense, you know, so it definitely has... But I... But I I definitely think the the essential question, though, or at least the one that kept coming up in my mind, was how much of a power does God play in the, in this world? Right. That mm. was the question that the, the movie sort of plays with. Mm. In this movie, the the God or the heavens is the administration. You know, we mm-hmm. don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if the kitchen is the administration. That, they may be people that work for the administration, mm-hmm. but we know there's administration, and we know that we can't know their intentions. So. You know, I think one of one of the characters asked, they're like, well, what would the administration... No, yeah, the old man, he said the administration has no conscience, you know? Mm. 
And that's a deistic view of things. Like yeah. God has no conscience about the world. He just created it. He just created like, it. Yeah. And whatever happens kind of happens. Exactly. But um, at the same time, the old man was also like, but you have to send a message, which was the weirdest part of the movie to me. Right. So I, I guess that there's still that humanistic piece of it where it's just like that hope, you know, that there by, you know, sending this message, there is a, you know, a potential that people could or like the uh, administration could see that and and show that there's still humanity involved in this. And I, I think that's really where the, the kind of message comes into play, um, you know, but also. um. I'm I'm kind of like drawing a blank here. Wait. Um okay, so the the message was also uh-huh. a huge centerpiece of it because it was really that was the part that was left a lot up to interpretation as far as oh, yeah. what did this particular message, you know, it started off being the the panna cotta, right? This uh-huh. this perfectly prepared, you know, very hard to make, you know, uh dessert dish that was you know, it came in like a, a nice little, you know, presentation and case and all that and like encased in glass yeah. and, and all that. Right. So they're like this panna cotta, this this shall be the message because this shall show that even through all this barbaric and survival mode, uh, you know, type tactics and games and stuff like that, there's still an ounce of humanity left to, sh- to show that, look, you like we we weren't, you know, savage enough to. Like we or like pretty much it shows that, yo, we know what's going on and we still have control and there's still humanity out here, Uh you know, and then, you know, kind of just bouncing a little bit back to, you know, talk about the whole God thing. I feel like it's it's really a sense to show like, you know, is, is, is your God one of objects or is it, you know, like, do you do you fully trust in the material gain that you have or like the 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 things that you can show for it right or is the is your god you know one of faith and it's it's also you know like you it takes me back to the point where you know he was in the cell with the black guy barat mm-hmm. and bro barat's object now mind you guys okay so we we keep talking about these objects each person got to bring in an object of whatever they wanted right into this this prison right so the main character, um, he brought a brought book, book. Don and Quixote Don Quixote uh, 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 de la Mancha, or mm-hmm. a la Mancha, or something like that, right? And so that that could have something to do with it too, because you know Don Quixote is very political, yeah. You know, um, and 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 down with big establishment, down with you know, uh, um, the powers that may be, stuff like that. Like one person, one man can you know, kind of change the world type of deal. So that, like, I just kind of pieced that together, right? So that mm. book it was something important. But um, at, at one point, the main character um, meets a, a black guy, and in, in this black guy has, for his one object, he has a rope. And this rope, he's literally, they meet on level six, guys. So like I said, it starts at level zero. So he's five levels, or yeah, really like six levels away um, from pretty much reaching the top. He has this rope, He's by chance gotten to this place of, you know, superiority and this place of status being on level six. And his whole thing is that he's going to try and throw the rope up to the top and then using cooperation and using a system, everybody should be able to make it up and make it out. But then you see that what happens, the guy asked the question of who is your God? 
right? And so it's like, at that point, he's challenging, like, uh, do you have faith that, you know, you can actually be free or, or, or by somebody who is not even in this place, by some, something who is not there? When in reality, it's that person who is, you know, really holds the key to his, you know, freedom yeah, type deal. Yeah, the person who's, who's above him in the thing, yeah. Exactly. And so I feel like that guy was more so trying to get to the point where it's like, he's like, he wants, he wants to be worshipped. You feel me? And it's like, or like, you know, like, you, you're going to have to worship what's directly here in front of you, like idol worship yeah. almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was so deep because when the guy said God, like, what do you mean? There's only one God, you know what I mean? He didn't, yeah. he, he spat on him and like, didn't even let him up and like all that stuff, bro. And it's like, yo, yeah. that was so deep because I feel like that was also, you know, had, had, you know, like kind of like racist undertones. There's a lot of racism and stuff that yeah, there was some racism. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just see that, like, even in this, and even when you could be that high up, you know, in, in status and even when you could have made it and all this other stuff, if it takes one, uh, bad ombre to kind of mess up, you know, the whole, the whole system, bro. And like, oh yeah, and just, it shows the disconnect, bro. That like, yo, like this shit is deep, bro. This, 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 no, it, this movie's the, the movie, so deep that it, like, I, so I have, I have, it is, it's so dense. And it's like, I'm on my so, second time watching it, but. I feel you. And back to the Messiah thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so they, they sort of did the story of Jesus in a really condensed way. Mm. Um, but they, they showed us some perspectives that aren't really taken in the Bible but um, are sort of implied, right? So um, the old man um, that we originally see in the movie, the one that's his original roommate, mm -hmm. um, when he comes to him, it's it's sort of like, you know, like the devil tempting Jesus in the wilderness as far as like, yo, I know, I know that you think that this is your plan. You think that this is what you're going to do and you're a man of principle, but all that all that is nonsense. I'm telling you that the only way to survive in this world is this. Right, because I've been here and I know. Yeah, and the and the man has to like you know I mean yeah and uh, like a deceiver has to yeah exactly our character mm -hmm. has to like you know ignore that but then the other um, heavy imagery that they had well you know one of them was the crucifixion of course you had the man bloodied and you know super red room mm -hmm. super uh, crucifix cru crucifixal image mm -hmm. but um, Jesus is uh, well at least you know this is. What kind of church? Did you go to a Pentecostal church growing up, or what kind of church did you go to? Um, mostly, like, non-denominational, but, yeah, I've been to Baptist, Pentecostal. Okay. Um, so, and the reason I ask is because, like, um, I mean, I, I am a self-professing Christian, um, but, no, but, but I am a self-professing Christian. <laughs> I am a Christian, um, although, <laughs> I am a C, I am a C-H. <laughs> <laughs> okay no uh in all seriousness um you know I, i've it sometimes is a very much a point of surprise to me how how different some denominations approach some things right definitely um and i mean we you know we both went to a baptist university in the south and we have we've taken religious classes with religious scholars you know right. some of the actually some of the greatest religious scholars in the state of Texas. Right. And probably in the world, lucky. Shout out to, you know, our school. Shout out okay. to <laughs> But, <laughs> um, but um, you know, in, in, in the Pentecostal churches, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. 
one story that they'd always tell us about was, um, and I don't know if, if you heard this story before. It, 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 honestly, I haven't read it in the Bible, or at least I've read it in passing, maybe. Anyways, apparently after Jesus is crucified on the cross, right, mm-hmm. He his soul or his body or his spirit travels to hell. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Interacts I, I, with. What, I forget what, what book of the Bible that is that it talks I'm about. I'm not that. sure. But yeah, that, that's not talked about. Like ever. No, but in Pentecostal churches, it's like it's every week. Mm. Like it was every, we talked about it every week. Mm. So yeah, so, so Jesus travels to hell, does something there, and then you know um, goes to heaven, resurrects three days later. Yeah, I think he so, he he locks the devil up. Something like, like he that. chains him up. Something and, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. He's like, yo, like you're gonna be here for you're gonna be here for a while. So make yourself comfortable. <laughs> and uh you know we'll go through this in like a million years again something like that yeah and um it was the same it was the same sort of imagery when you know the dude gets to level 333 and then decides i'm gonna go down one more level you know it was sort of like his descent into hell mm, like that, like the unknown and like it was super dark and exactly. black like, yeah exactly. that's super I, didn't, I never thought about it like that but it was interesting though because because then we have you know the situation where it was back to the conversation in the wilderness. He's approached by the old man again. Mm-hmm. But this time he decides to listen to him, which I was just like, what? <laughs> mm, interesting. And then it's like, you know, even with the the message, the ultimate message, which I don't know. Should we tell them what that is? What do you think it is? Well, I mean, we know. Uh, well, as far as the interpretation of the message, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But I'm telling like the actual thing that they that what they sent up. like. I feel like we should kind of like just let people kind of figure that out. But, um, you know, ultimately what ended up rising up to the top, you could really argue the purity of that, the, you know, the innocence of that, you know, everything that kind of is associated with that from even a spiritual standpoint and being what's close, closest to God, you know, as being, you know, bro, it's, it's so many layers to this. This is, oh, this yeah. is one oh, yeah. funky onion of a movie, guys. And, Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, <sighs> Jesus. One of the most uh, like widely spread images I've seen of Jesus is him with the children. You know, br- mm-hmm. bring me the children. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, honestly, same thing with the image of Satan. Uh, it's it it's really it's really kind of fucked up, but yeah, bro. Seen... Like they they like they they erected um a while a while ago. I think in 2017, 2016 or something like that. An actual statue in Detroit at at you know the uh satan satanist church or whatever yeah i've seen it yeah and it's it's with it's picture with children that's that's sort of weird i think it's isn't it with cherubim and seraphim or is it with actual children actual children like a boy a little boy and a little little girl white children but yeah actual children how can you tell they're white it's a statue (laughs) they're facial features bro yeah no we can look at noses and that's the thing for another thing like i don't know if you ever noticed this is like totally off subject but I don't know if you ever noticed in cartoons the difference in the noses between black characters and and you know white characters. It's it's yeah. it's really like and and I was I was brought, uh you know uh or made aware of this at a young age actually I think by my dad um where he, he like you know pretty much like black people's noses are made like like almost scribbled like broccoli, but then mm-hmm. the white noses are like in like a perfect straight and uh you know n- like nice you know what i mean like a, a perfect tri- yeah. little like half triangle or you know what i mean whatever it is or like a little you know something like the little uh u shape something like that but i always was like hmm that's so interesting and that 
that kind of says a lot about what the the the, the depicted image of you know black people are and stuff like that i don't know I, I i agree well let's let's keep that for another episode yeah for let's, sure let's still but, talk about the platform. but yeah yo that was sorry guys i don't know i go no, off on okay. tangents people know this <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um another thing though is like and i've actually sort of had this conversation with one of my friends before um as in like even as a christian i, I still believe in randomness you know mm. I, I i don't think that not that god doesn't have a a hand in everyday affairs, but I think like the the trivialness of it sort of ne- necessitates an amount of randomness, right? Mm. And I feel like the movie really sort of try to play on that theme, like things that are happening in this movie, things that are happening to this man, are they by design? Yeah, or is this random? Random. Yeah. So, and like it climaxing at the end where this girl is rising to the top, just based off what's happened in the movie so far. We have no guarantee that when she gets up there, things are going to go well for her. That is true. We don't even know if she makes it to the top. And honestly... Well, you know how quickly the thing goes up. It, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, like, in my mind, the whole entire time, I'm thinking that, that thing's just going to go up and just fucking smash you against the ceiling. Like, <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not stopping anywhere. And I, I thought, like, I was anticipating that the end of the movie might be just them flying towards the top and getting just obliterated, <laughs> which would have... <laughs> which would have been... <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy it would be like crazy. plates and <laughs> breast meat and <laughs> panna cotta Jesus. flying everywhere bro Bruh, nice crystal dishes Bruh. <laughs> she would just be loud and just fucking dangerous but, hey, but yeah everybody in the kitchen be splattered like oh jeez what happened <laughs> oh my another one <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, so, you know, what if life is random, you know? Like, what if things are just random? What if they're not? That's interesting. That's one of the questions that the And an interesting thought, yeah, because... I don't, I don't think we should like, get into it because we can't answer that question. But Yeah, we really can't. But I, 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 I mean, will it's, it's just say... I will just yeah. say that also, at the same, you know, at the uh, at the flip side of that, there's no such word as... Uh, no such word for coincidence in Hebrew. Are, are you sure about that? I'm positive. Wait, but... But what about in all the other ancient languages? No, I don't think so. And no, I, I know for a fact language? Hebrew for a fact, okay. but other ones, no, I'm not. I'm you know I'm not on, you know Latin and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a linguist. <laughs> I'm not a linguist, yeah, bro. I don't create languages and speak. Uh, ancient, <laughs> ancient Latin. <laughs> The, the language of the old ones, <laughs> the language of the gods and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't speak that, bro. Bro, why do demons in movies always speak Latin, bro? Like because they do for real. Know. Uh, how you know? That's for another time. All right, man. <laughs> what? That, what? That's for a completely another episode, bro. Oh my gosh! All right. Did you look it up? Um, Can't find it, yes. can you? Nigga, hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's Jesus said coincidence in the New Testament. Nah, bro. New Testament don't count. What? New Testament don't count. What you mean, bro? No, it don't. Is this like actual words? Are they in red? 
Yes, he he said the words. <laughs> no, I was there, bro. bro. <laughs> I was in the back. Talk, I heard it, bro, bro. I was at the store. It could have been a different translation, but I didn't, it's not in Hebrew. All right, maybe. maybe, maybe. <laughs> and on that note, guys, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's the episode, bro. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Wait, okay, I still think there's there's some more stuff you can get into about this movie, okay? All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hold on. All right, I'm trying, trying to think. Let's, let's think quick. Anything else you could think of about the movie? Um, Yo, I actually was thinking of something. Um, Shoot. Um, The Egyptian imagery with with uh, the dog being named Ramses II. I, I wondered why. <clears throat> That was there. Do like yeah. did you kind of look into that a little bit? I I didn't. I mean, I know that I mean, you know Egypt was, you know, heavily heavily uh I mean the Bible takes place partially in Egypt. Oh yeah. I figured it had something to do with that and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ramses the second is the one who uh enslaved the Israelites uh and that Moses um eventually led to his death. Um uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that Pharaoh. Mm. But I'm not sure. Mm. I can. We, we got. We got Doctor Google here. Yeah, Doctor Google. I'll just do the a second. Yeah, yeah, because that that was and, and like, hmm. There's so many layers to this movie, guys. Oh yeah. There's so many layers to this movie, it's just, and I've only watched it one time. It was not Ramsey's the second. It was I can. I'm not gonna say the name before a fucking mummy erupts <laughs> out the ground and grabs me. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Ah! <laughs> Did you see bandages? Like, <laughs> return the slot <laughs> or suffer my good. Bro, that was the scariest shit. No, that shit was scary. That shit was scary. Oh, okay, let's, let's, let's stay on topic. Let's, right. let's think of one more thing. One more uh, thing. What was okay. it, bro? Um, okay. We talked about um, the religious imagery. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh... What I will say is it made me sort of think about a lot of things that I do in my life mm. that are just inconveniences that I do just out of niceness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what really is the point of these things, you know? Because, I mean, you know, he saved he saved that lady mm-hmm. because he thought she had a baby. That was, that was she, kind of a wild story. It was, but she didn't. She, she never was did. fucking lying. Literally there just to kill people. She was literally there just to fucking kill. She wanted to be the Asian Marilyn Monroe with her fucking. I'm not gonna <laughs> say the racist shit that she said, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, <clears throat> like I'm at the store and I'm holding the door open for this fucking random lady who's walking slow, just so I can get a thank you. You know, I'm taking two seconds out of my day. Yeah, that I could be. Doing something else with, and that should just snowballs, like the snowball thing podcast. In other words, in other- <laughs> <laughs> that's been the show, guys. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, you can add oh that into like gosh. everything. Like anytime you talk about snowball, like you know, you just shout out the podcast. You know, like, oh my gosh. Oh my god! What did you What did you think? Um, the him getting his degree, like, okay, because I know they they oh, kind of oh, battled yes. that that That's, going back that and was, forth, and he was like, 
like you're here to get a degree like i wasn't offered a degree what did you think that had to do why was he offered the degree when there was literal criminals here who had the choice to either you know be put to death uh, and take the death penalty or you know go through this experiment what did you think that was about? I, I, absolutely i think that was absolutely one of the most important themes of the movie so you know it's it's this theme of choice you know some people were given a choice to be here mm-hmm. some people weren't really given a choice but they were still given a choice so um i mean i think it's you know it's it's as deep as the origins of life but um i think the straight the straightforward theme is in a, in a capitalist society, you know, you really do go through so much trauma to get an actual degree, like just one to one. Like, bro, Baylor is the fucking tower, bro. Like, that's what that <laughs> they're, they're, is, they're, bro. They're, they're the administration. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lin- Linda Livingstone was sitting at the top of the tower. Yo, eating good, just throwing down degrees, eating good, eating good. Her bro. and uh, Judge Ken Starr. Bro, and Brad, bro. <laughs> and I forget what Ken Starr's wife's name is. Fuck. Yeah. I think it's Nancy. I'm going to just say it's Nancy. Fuck, it's Nancy. And Nancy's daughter, bro. They're all just up there. At least it's but, not a um, Karen. Yo. That I'm looking at a Karen right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do live in the neighborhood of Karens. <laughs> yo. Y'all can't lie. Ten years ago, y'all, y'all would have smashed Karen, though. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on it. Yo, but no, dude, like that whole system and it and it just also goes to show like, you know, that everybody, no matter what, like you said, if you go through this system and if you go through this process, then you're going to get bloodied. And it just it just goes to show that even the people with the purest of intentions, like a person who was put in or he he chose to be in the system by choice. Once he understood the system, he chose to step out and fight against it. And, 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 you know, rebel against the system. But even that person ended up taking a life. Even that person ended up becoming a cannibal and becoming that of the system. Why? Because of randomness. Exactly. And And, and we don't, we don't even know if at the end of the day, it was worth it. Exactly. There's no, there's There's, no way for us to know. And, and and that says a lot about life because we don't know at the end of the day, like where, where all of our, will, will all of our efforts be for you know that of getting us to where where it is that we want to go and you know will everything will life be kind of what we in picture and what we dream it to be you know uh, on the outside looking in and stuff like that you know or will it just be another sack of shit and we're just like damn like i did all this to have the same type of problems to you know do the same type of shit you know at the end of the day but just you know do it bigger so yeah yeah, and, it, it's um, interesting. Thank Values. Yeah. Values. Values. He, okay. If you're okay with it, it, I think we'll end on this note. I think the perfect image of capitalism in that movie, he bought the Samurai Blade 1. The moment he gets it, there's a commercial for a Samurai Blade that cuts, that sharpens itself as it cuts. So you can cut through a brick without it getting dull. And he bought the Samurai Blade 2. And then when he was given the choice to go and pick one item, he chose the fucking Samurai Blade. I was just like, damn. There's, there's levels to this shit, There's bro. levels to this shit. Because at the, at the end of the day, you can be the fucking best 
most Christian, most Buddhist person in the world. And there will still be that asshole out there who does not give a single flying fuck. And that was that man. Did not give a single flying fuck. He was in it for himself. Not even out of um, miscontent for our main character. Just because that was him. And you can't fault him for that. At all. Because that's just him. You can't. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. I hope you guys have really taken in everything that we have said in this pod. And honestly, go watch the fucking movie. Like, even even after we've explained all that, we've spoiled it for you guys and ruined it. And also, please, go watch the movie because you will probably pick up on something that we haven't. And let us know. Let us know because this is actually a very important thing to talk about because it brings up so much shit. And with the uh uh where the world is going right now, these are things that are typically taboo that need to be discussed because there's a lot of things that are happening that are outside of our control that are deemed random, such as this COVID, you know, uh, pandemic and all this stuff that's going on. And it's like. Where are you? Where do your values lie? What will your object be? And who is your God? No, I'm just joking. But no, like ask yourself these Yo. vital questions of like, you know, just what do you value? And, yeah. and when everything is said and done, what will your story be? Will you make it to the top? Will you find out next time? Will you eat the panna cotta? Will you get the panna cotta or will you get a samurai blade one straight to the throat? And and don't save these hoes. And these hoes. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, my friends. It's been the Snowball Effect Podcast. Yeah. The snowiest motherfucking podcast on the planet. Yeah, we're avalanching at this point. We're av- avalanching. Coming down the mountain full force, baby, with full energy. Bro, talking about get out the way, bro. They had to shut down the whole fucking ski sclopes. I said sclopes. Ski sclopes. Right. <laughs> ski sclopes. The sc- I'm a- I was on the ski sclopes yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, Shawty, hey, hey, Shawty, it's uh, <laughs> OJ Joe, man, Shawty, hey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. And that's the Snowball Effect Podcast. You're, we out. We out.